next to my bathroom in my basement. This is my worst holiday. My worst holiday. Chopper cover shrooms, party corps, so is deep with a gerbil bereavement. One, two, three, psychiatrist, ketamine, anyone? I'd say never pooped in an encyclopedia. Dad, 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 can we get a little kitty with a gay, 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 gay wrestling promoter? We rocked his clip with my extra light bone. This is my worst holiday! My worst And today's episode is brought to you by us. That's right, fuckers, just us. Nobody else. I'm not pitching anybody else. Just us. You know what? I am gonna. I am gonna pitch uh, Miami cigar bundles of Miami. They are fantastic. I love the Maduro uh, uh, pigtail. They're fantastic. If you're not getting your cigars from those guys, you're a fucking idiot. They're not even paying me. They just give me free sticks. I love these guys. And from my room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is my worst holiday a podcast about your worst wedding worst funeral bachelor party bachelorette party or whatever's funny after the fact we want to hear it and today we have a very special guest mr will wilson actor writer wilson say hello mr wilson say hello <laughs> uh, good evening Facebook, <laughs> how are you well I'm glad we got the opportunity to catch up here, Mark. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been, been a couple weeks. Actually, it's been a couple months. We we tried several yeah. times. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled to have you on. Uh, it's been a long time in the waiting, and I'm glad to have you on. Uh, tell us everything about yourself, Will. Tell us all about you. What 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 is the like? Say you're a candy bar. What's the nougat of Will? <laughs> Snickers comes to mind. <laughs> Sweet, but a little nuts. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, man, there's, there's a lot to tell. I don't know if there's an abridged version available at the moment. Um, I'll tell you, the uh, entertainment community in Oklahoma has really taken off in a big way. And, uh, I've been very fortunate to be able to work with uh, some tremendous uh, writers and directors and producers that have come through here. And... Uh, Oklahoma's own homegrown talent as well, and uh, I can't uh, I can't express my gratitude enough uh, for uh, just all the people I had the opportunity to work with recently. Uh, if you want to know a little bit about my filmography, uh, please by all means uh, hit me up on IMDb. I do have an IMDb page. It uh, is under Will Wilson, Will with one L, Wilson, and um, uh, most of my filmography is on there. There is some missing things at the moment uh, i've got a, a few things out uh, under contract that just haven't quite made the, the reels yet but uh, they're coming um i don't know did you get an opportunity to see the article this week written the little write-up on the squad i just seen what you wrote um i i seen that the squad is coming out i tried looking for it i couldn't find it i guess it's still not released yet well, or it's, yeah, it's in post-production still. Okay, because I was like, I'm like, I'm like, the squad, the squad, because I seen you said it got the green light for a sequel. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, so I'm like, the squad, the squad, the squad, the squad. And I'm like, I'm looking at every fucking platform I can possibly look at. And I'm like, well, God I'm, damn I'm it. I'm going to give you the straight skinny, Bella. It's, it's on IMDb. You'll be able to find the squad, Bikinis, Guns, and Drugs on IMDb. And you'll see that Rick Walker is... Uh, 
uh, leading the helm. He's heading the helm on that. And, and Rick and, uh, is uh, Rick is the one that you, you said you're you're going to be working with quite a bit, right? Uh, yeah, I've had the good fortune of uh, working on a couple of separate projects with Rick. First one being, <clears throat> excuse me, Second Chances. And uh, I don't know if you've been following any of the scuttle on that, but uh, Second Chances has been taking the uh, film festival world by storm. I mean, it's just a firestorm of awards and um, uh, accolades. And I'm just so happy to be attached to such a, a well-received um, project. Uh, the talent involved, everybody involved. Allison Cristofaro, she just uh, steals the show. I mean, she's such a dynamic actor. She's She's got this energy about her that just pulls you in. Makes you uh, really want to relate to whatever character she's bringing to the the storyline, you know. And Rick has a great way of telling stories that uh, really connect with people and resonate. So having that combination, you know, me being fortunate enough to play John White, uh, the main character, uh, Jimmy White's uh, uh, father, I'm feel pretty blessed. Awesome, uh, awesome, awesome. So, so when it was. So that one's gotten uh, like a lot of awards and stuff like that. Um, yeah, recently, it recently the most recent award it won Best American Film at the Cannes Film Festival. At Cannes. So, yes. God damn! All right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. And that's a great testimony to the cast and crew. I mean, Rick put together a powerhouse team and uh, producers. Uh, everybody behind the scenes. Uh, uh, was just fabulous to work with. And uh, I would be happy to uh, just dive into another project with any one of them at any point in time. It's just just a stellar group of people. I don't think... Uh, I mean, everybody wore more than one hat doing this project. Everybody carried their, their weight and then some, and he knocked it out of the park. It was just amazing. Awesome. Location... Lighting, uh, set decoration, wardrobe, uh, cinematography, uh, videographers, everything was just amazing. Is it a modern Especially, piece? Is it a period piece? Is it... Uh... Actually, it's, it's, it's present day. It's, it's, a, it's a very good coming-of-age story, romantic comedy, and it stars Allison Cristofaro. Tessa Loving uh, has a great, uh, really wonderful role in this. She's a very uh, matronly... Uh, a uh, friend of the main character, Allison Cristofaro, plays uh, Jimmy White. And a uh, little-known uh, piece of movie trivia, Jimmy in the movie is ma- named Jimmy after Jimi Hendrix because her mother and father are uh, old hippie and uh, um, old rock and roll fans. They oh. just love Jimi Hendrix. So who doesn't so love Jimi Hendrix? Girl, they named her little girl Jimmy. Walked right, right up to the mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm old as fuck too, so I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, big old I mean, Hendrix uh, fan. I've been fielding a lot of uh, uh, conversations about s- several other projects coming through Oklahoma and projects outside of Oklahoma. And, now, now uh, living in like like uh, living in Oklahoma, you know, like I, I meet all these actors, and you know, like uh, some's living like oh, oh, I'm from Kansas. You're like, how the fuck are you in film? You know, like everybody thinks you got to be like uh, East Coast or West Coast. And what uh, what was it, Joe Finfara? I can't remember. If it was Joe, or if it was Dale Needlehouse who said, um, 
Well, you can be broke on the East Coast and freeze, or you can be broke on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, either way, uh, you're an actor in this industry, especially starting out. You're going to put the work in, and there's going to be legwork, and uh, there's going to be some self-sacrifice. Well, it's, it's like you. it's like uh, it's like this. Well, it's like it's you not, know what? I'm going to get into acting. I've decided I'm going to be an <laughs> actor. I'm going to Oklahoma. Brother, you know, it's, it's, it, it's got a life of its own. It's just a question. Like, how, how do you, how do you get like great movies like from uh, Oklahoma? You know, I'm just. Well, uh, you got to go after it. I mean, I don't, I don't really uh, take no for an answer. If I know that I'm at, uh, if I know I got something worth saying. And, right, uh, I've right. Been very fortunate that people take the time to listen to me and invest in me, <laughs> and uh, it's not without its uh, hazards and it's not without its uh, um, challenges. But the reward uh, of just being acknowledged for your craft and being asked to partake, and be a part of projects, right? Uh, humbling, and uh, it really uh, uh, is a. I never knew how much work was involved. You know, you, I've, I've wanted to be involved with film in some aspects my entire life. And um, I didn't know that I would take such a shine to acting as I do. And um, I I was fortunate enough mm-hmm. to uh, uh, just be in a position to start taking acting lessons one day at uh, the age of 47. And I got my first really? uh, speaking, speaking role uh, at the age of 48. Here oh, no I shit. am a day, after, and here I am a day after turning fifty three, and I've got several uh, credits to my name. And, nice, uh, goddamn! I, I, I'm like I'm like fifty four. I'm like yeah, I'm not sure they're gonna get get a load of me, you know. So, uh, brother, it's all what you. Everybody's got something to bring, and uh, you just need to to, to find what you want to uh, uh, present to the world and bring it. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't let age or. Uh, any stage of your life that's a challenge right now, stop you. I want to encourage everybody to get out there and uh, follow that dream because uh, especially, I mean, people following their dreams, it's really not work. I mean, you're enjoying it every moment. It doesn't matter what the challenge is. You're still moving forward. You're progressing. Yeah. And uh, you get the opportunity to uh, uh, experience those challenges and uh, grow from them. And um, I get to pay that forward too because I get to, uh, hang out with so much great talent here in Oklahoma. That's fantastic. It, it still it just blows my mind. Like I get to hang out with all this great talent in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, uh, uh, oh god, what's his name? Uh, um, Showdown on the Brazos. What's his name? The director. He's a nice guy. God, he's a great guy. Um, but yeah, he's out of Texas, and he's he's fantastic. Um, Patrick Lascarbrel, same thing. Like out of Texas. Uh, just there, there, there's so many. Like everybody thinks. East Coast, West Coast, you know, is it New York City, like even in Chicago, you know, I can get Chicago, I can get New York, you can get LA, you know, but nobody thinks about, you know, Tulsa, <laughs> you know, well, or, uh, you know, I, I don't know, where, I don't know where you are, but I'm just thinking, yeah. like, nobody thinks like, oh, uh, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, that's, that's where I'm going to do film, you know? Yeah, Oklahoma itself has invested in our film industry. Uh, Georgia's really big, too. I've got another uh, director out of Georgia that's a, that's a good friend of yes. mine. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, it's amazing where film Milrell. is now. You know, you don't I've see got a friend of mine. Yes, I got a friend of mine, Milrell Miner, who came from Atlanta. He's got a. I think he got uh, 
hey, nominated for uh, um, one of his short film short films out of Georgia. I can't remember which one it was. And one of his screenplays. It turns out there's his, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's so much talent just migrating to Oklahoma and bringing these awesome skill sets with them and uh, these great experiences. Yeah, yeah, it just, it, again, yeah, it just, it just blows my mind where film is now. Like, it, because of the technology that we have now that we can do film anywhere, you know, it's not just oh, Hollywood, you know, yeah. or, um, 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 Absolutely. God damn it. What's his name? Um, uh, the guy who played, he's the bad guy in Superman. He's the big guy. He's fantastic. Uh, but he's building a studio outside of Los and or, or Las Vegas. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. Just the, these big companies, you know, cause there's a lot of it in Canada too. Like there's a lot of inexpensive filming in Canada and, and just all over this country. That's just not, and, and, and again, it used to be just East coast or West coast. Yeah. With that was the it. advent of technology and, uh, uh, filmmaking software, I mean, filmmaking platforms, uh, iPhones being as powerful as they are, Androids being as powerful as they are, they're really catering to uh, the creativity uh, that we can uh, pull from the technology we're using. And I've seen some really awesome <clears throat> short films put together just off iPhones. Yeah, just, yeah. Well, it's well, amazing. The, the fact of it is, is like this. This is this is like ten times more powerful. This thing oh, is yeah. ten times more powerful than what sent the man to the moon. Right. And we watch fucking Facebook on it. I mean, that's like, it's like wow. Just think, I got the power of the universe in my hand, and I'm I'm Googling. She had to sit on those seats. It's like, it's like uh, uh, Steve Buscemi's character in Armageddon talking about how the lowest bidder is the one that won the bid to build the space shuttle, and they're taking off <laughs> on it. Yeah, exactly. The lowest bidder is the one that won the bid to go to the on right. the space shuttle. Here we have this technology today, man, and it's just amazing. It's really opened doors, and it's uh, created opportunities, mm -hmm. and it's helped people to uh, blaze their own trail and carve their own path without, uh, you know, being boxed in by whatever standards you're being told right. you have to, whatever box you need to fit, they tell you need to fix. Incredible it. power! Incredible power! Hold on, I'm playing Angry Birds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Seriously? Seriously? Right. We've got the power of the sun right here. Yes. And I'm playing Angry Birds, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Birds is my theme song. Yes. <laughs> hey, Siri, what's the gross national product of India? Here we go. <laughs> Bollywood. I mean, there's a. They've made a transition here, and the market is is overlapping and, and bleeding over, and it's not a bad thing at all because uh, there's so many great cinematographers that have a different perspective. Uh, directors of photography and directors have a different perspective that uh, they bring that um, new combination. They bring that new flavor well, to well, the well, as, as it turns out, well, um, everybody's different. Yeah. So and, uh, I, and and you know we're we're getting away from I don't I'm not bashing Hollywood but we're getting away from the formula that they put together in my in my mind I don't, I don't good speak for good 
Good. I'm glad they're getting rid of that friggin' formula. Fucking put an eraser board to it. Change everything. Make it all, uh, you know, I'm not an anarchist or anything. Is that the right word? Anarchist? 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 Yes. That's the word. I'm not that guy. But, you know, um, let's do some different shit. Like, let's get a different perspective. I loved IFC when IFC began. IFC was nothing but independent short films, and I friggin' loved it. And now they've just caved into reruns of the fucking office or something. You're like... (laughs) I think you're going to see... I think you're going to see more um, production companies come out with their own distribution... I, I hope so. I, the demise of and IFC was was absolutely you're heartbreaking see more to me. Like the IFC. You're going to see more channels like the IFC. I, I hope so. Well, yeah. IMBD is 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 that. You know, you can still see things like that, uh, and, and and that's fantastic. I I love that because the downfall of I, IFC was really just just broke my heart because you could watch all these independent all these crazy loving directors from nowhere and they're putting out this content i don't know how they got it on to that one i don't know how they judge it but you've just seen weird shit you couldn't even describe to the normal people out there it's like holy shit you got to watch this short film about uh, it was a raccoon and it was a monk and this guy uh, they they made grapes and they ate grapes and then uh, they all died in the end god damn it <laughs> <laughs> Where can I see it? Oh, you can't again. I think I don't think they'll ever show that show again. So <laughs> there's fan films coming out there again in their own traction, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, you have the Star Wars genre that have their fan films on YouTube. It's amazing the work that they do. And uh, yeah, the landscape of filmmaking is changing. And I I feel very fortunate. I mean, at my age, I guess I hit a certain demographic. I have a certain look, um, whatnot. Everybody in front of the camera brings something that nobody else does. Exactly. And, uh, I love exactly. Seeing- that's what I love about, that's what I love about, uh, not to be arrogant, but that's what I love about what I do is because there's no end. There's no end to it. Uh, so with that being said, Will Wilson, hit us with a funny or embarrassing life story. What do you got, buddy? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You've, you've had over a month now to, to come up with some shit. Hit well, me, brother. You know, you know what, Hit I, me I hard. I gotta tell you, one time, one time I was uh, hanging out with some friends, and uh, I was in a hurry, wasn't paying attention, telling the story, and we were all laughing, and I missed the curb, okay, and I fell flat on my face. I don't know how <laughs> it happened. Six foot one, two hundred sixty-five pounds. One second it's up, and the next second it's on its face. <laughs> and I wasn't drinking or nothing, and. I, <laughs> That was probably, and I got a little scar out of that one. That's the worst. That's the worst one, though. It's like I, I was stone oh, okay. sober. When shit happens, when you're stone sober, and yeah, you're like, well, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I can't injure myself to save my life if I'm being silly. By golly, if I'm being stone cold sober and safe and telling a funny story, that I'm gonna fall on my face. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that was a, 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 a precognition to you know doing stand up or whatever, but. Uh, but I don't know. Those guys are brave individuals. I, I love doing stand-up. I really do. I truly love doing stand-up. There's just no there's just no venue. I'm in the middle of it's called the Illinois Valley. Okay. And uh and which is a metropolis compared to where I came from, which was Fulton County. 
And okay. uh, there's just no place to really do stand up or, you know, like uh, in a big city, you can you can you can hone your craft because you can come out and you can do a set um, for uh, you can do the same set maybe for a week or two. All right. Uh, here, if you do a set, well, that's it because everybody's seen it. Now you got to change your entire so like you got to write an entire another script. So, yeah, yeah, and, and, and like so, your- not not a lot of people's gonna line up to see the same shit. Like you can be Kenny Loggins and play "It's All Right" over and <laughs> over and over again. You know, well, he's Kenny Loggins. You yeah, exactly. Oh, I love this guy. Woo, Metallica. Woo. Hey, Mark doing the same set again. Go fuck yourself. It's. <laughs> I, I was just in a store the other day. Boo! And, uh, You're not original. Boo! Yeah. <laughs> I heard Kenny Loggins' song, and I just, I just had to bust out the Footloose dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. It's just that infectious. Break loose, break loose. Oh yeah, that's my, that's my eighties setting down. Yeah, I was doing it there in the aisle. Yeah, grabbed yeah. that bottle of proper twelve, and we were dancing in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the eighties. It was Bartles and James, <laughs> or a, Bartles or a good old fashioned, oh or a good old fashioned Zima. That. And those are some funny commercials, old fellers. Thank you for your support. Yes. Exactly. They got a lot of support. They got a lot of support in my high school. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, 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 My my uncle, God bless him, he's dead now. Um, But he was my hookup. Like, yeah, here's here's all the money we have. Go buy us some booze. And so... Oh, God. He was was a great great guy. Uh, uh, So, anyway... um, uh, he bought us a bunch of Bartles and James, and we're in high school, you know. And uh, and we were sitting over at my buddy's house, and we're just hammering these fucking wine coolers, yeah. You know? And we're we're strict amateurs, you know. We're seventeen, eighteen years old, drinking fucking yeah. all the all the fun things. And uh, and anyway, I remember I I was fine, I was fine, and then I stood up. Oh my! And then I, 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 I weren't fine no more, as they'd say down home. Uh, we weren't fine no more, so <laughs> I stumbled. I, I can only imagine. Oh God! I stumbled across town to my sister's house, threw up most of the night. Oh yeah! Crashed on the bed. Got up in the morning. I got in the shower and I just turned on the cold water and just let it wash over me. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Laid down on the couch and threw open the door and just let it, like, blow me dry. I didn't even dry off. Like, I, it was one of the worst hangovers. I swear to God, it was one of the worst hangovers I've ever had in my life. So did Mom and Dad find out about it? Uh, no, no. Mom and Dad did no. not. My my, no. my beautiful sister, well, who, who, who <laughs> let me crash at her house. That's funny. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I snuck out of the house and want to hang out with my friends in the back of the truck with a keg in the back of it, just listen to music and oh, yeah. standing by the fire and shooting the breeze. Standard, standard backwoods fun, man. That's what that was. Standard yeah. backwoods fun. Yeah. Growing yep. up in the country. Was, you know, <laughs> I, country. I, I snuck country out. We, we went out in the fields after a hard day's work and we just drank our weary backs away yep exactly now now what was your now in 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 uh in your uh well our day basically about we're about the same age um so what was your uh cheap ass beer go-to timmy kids oh come on 
come on now. Is anything I can get a hold of? Seriously? Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, back, back in our back in back, back in Cuba, it Illinois, population sixteen hundred. Salute. It didn't matter. It, it, I think uh, Budweiser was a prevalent. Beer. Really? Uh, God, you were high fucking falutin. Yeah, that and PBR, and uh, I was always fascinated with the difference in taste of the beers. You, know, you get that sip of your dad's beer, and you're like, oh, that's pretty neat. Then you get a taste of grandpappy's beer, and oh, that's pretty neat too. Yeah. Next thing you know, you don't care. You just want you'll drink the you'll drink the black label, white can black label that says beer on it. I'm, I'm gonna go. Really I'm gonna go. Yeah, yes, yes. You got the generic beer that says beer. Granted. Yes. Um, you got black label. Yes. Give me, give me just a second. I'm gonna go back to black label in just a second. Yes. Okay, yes. all right. Ours was Old Milwaukee. That was our right. cheap ass. That was our cheap that ass. Like cheap. you, you, you bought, you bought a garbage can. You got a garbage can. You bought a shitload of ice. You bought four pack. You four twenty four packs of Old Milwaukee, and you just tumbled them in. You know. Oh, brother, that made the rounds as well. Yeah, yep. whatever we could get a hold of. Yep. So, you know, well, that was the, that was the cheapest and easiest that? to get. You remember Mad Dog 2020? Oh God! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was wine. Oh my goodness! I can't believe it's still around. They got this toxic-looking color. One looks like the Toxic Avenger came up with the formulation. It was, it was yeah. crazy. I, I been Gene Ann after that. It was a oh, it was a leg opener. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, let me see. Uh, I remember. Okay, I've got a story for you. This is a high school story. Hold on, hold on. Um, right, right before you go, right before you go. Fun fact about Black Label. Black Label did not float. It didn't? It didn't. Never, it I was made out of a steel can. It was one of the one of one of the few that was still made out of a steel can in the 80s. And well, like we'd be out sw- swimming and somebody'd be on the shore and you go, Fear me! And they'd throw an old Milwaukee and it it hit the water and it popped back up. And you'd, right. you know, bear me, black label, bloop. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking around. You're looking around for the can to pop back up. Yeah. Nope. Down, that fucker's gone. <laughs> there is about 20 black labels at the bottom of a lake in Cuba, Illinois. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're still good. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's got to be aluminum by now. It's got to be aluminum by 2022. It's got to be. But in 1989, steel. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, on, on back to you, Will. I wanted to tell you, this. it, it was high school. I think I was, uh, oh my goodness, I think it was my senior year. I lived with my dad for a few months. Lived out on my own since I was 15 and uh, I wanted to graduate high school, couldn't focus. I was like, hey, Dad, I'm going to hang out with you for a little bit. So I finished and hung out with him. And um, uh, my stepbrother had come in that weekend. We were the same age. <laughs> and uh, he had a bottle of Jim Beam. Ooh, and a bottle of, he had a bottle of 7-Up left over from that Saturday night, right? So school. <laughs> Wait, school so you got flat 7-Up. Yeah, we lived out in the country. My car was broke down. He was banned from his car for a period of time, so we had to take the bus to school. So we got this genius idea to, uh, and this winter time in Iowa, okay, probably right around February. 
So it's it's heavy winter time in Ireland. Good times, good times. Yes, and yeah. we're on the bus and there's snow everywhere. It's cold and yeah. that that seven up in the back of the that's been sitting back in the car for a couple of days uh, is getting all slushy and icy. So it's perfect mixing stuff. Mm. So we had an empty, so we had another empty two two right, liter that's bottle. That's not bad. Up. As long as it's slushy so and we, icy, that's not bad. That's right. So we poured half that seven up into the empty bottle and a half the Jim Beam in the empty bottle. We balanced it out. We had two, uh, I guess, super highball two liter bottles of Jim Beam and seven up. So we, we, in our genius state, we decided to take it on the bus with us and drink it on the way to school. Oh God. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We get, by the time we get to school, we are flat. I mean, our bus came earliest. And by the, we get on the bus about, I don't know, 6.30, 7, and get to, get to the school about 8.30, 8.15, something like and, that. And what year of school are you in? My senior year in 1987. Okay. And uh, I don't know how I did it. I guess it was pure will and determination. But we, between my brother and I, my stepbrother and I, we drank each drank our bottle before we got to school. <laughs> and I, I don't know if there's any alcohol poisoning going on, but uh, uh, I was told, well, no, I was told. I woke up in the janitor's closet sawing logs. <laughs> <laughs> looked like a, looked like a real comfortable place yeah. to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I just said, you know what I've done? I was in between classes. I watched another friend of ours that we shared some of our stuff with on the bus across the hallway in his class just <laughs> blow chunks all over the back of the girl in front of him. <laughs> I lost it. I, I was I was just out of I just I couldn't stop laughing and I, <laughs> and my brother my stepbrother he's just we couldn't stop laughing. I felt like an idiot. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I gotta go. <laughs> so <laughs> I went down the hall the the hallway and I said, Oh no wait a minute. There's a closet right there and I had enough. I laid down and I don't know what, how much time passed, but uh, the principal came and got me, woke me up, took me to his office, and said, hey, your dad's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It was an interesting uh, It was an interesting rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, principal, you're not going to believe this, but I was super tired. <laughs> <laughs> no. It didn't work. I tried. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> I think... Uh, was a walking advertisement for do not underage drink. It was just not good. Was, and the beautiful part about that is like, there's going to be like, uh, uh, like, I don't know how many people were in your high school or whatever, but, but you were going to be the example for all of them. It's like, don't be like, Will. don't oh, be no, like, yeah. Will. it doesn't matter how funny it was. It was stupid. So, oh. Absolutely. That's what makes it a funny or embarrassing life story. That's it. So uh, that's what I'm going to give you today. I might have something more for you next time we talk. Mm. Yeah, that was was one of my less flattering moments. My my critical thinking factor had not fully developed at that point. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's beautiful. That's a great story. That's a great story, man. Yeah. but I carried that forward and other things. Same spirit is applied, you know, just adventurous, dive in and uh, have fun doing it. It's what I love about making films is that uh, I get to uh, dive in with other creatives and uh, we get to 
exchange energy. I can't tell you. I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm just spending four hours on set or 16 hours on set. I'm always exhausted when I finish my day because your energy, you're just giving your energy away all day. And um, that's it. And you're, if you're not going to give your energy to what you do, don't do it. No, no. Just and don't do it. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of years in in a, in, in, a, in a in a in an industry that I didn't have that energy for, and it just sucked me dry. It really did. I'm in a, I'm in an, uh, I, I'm in a spot now where I'm I'm great. I'm happy. It's fantastic. I can give. I, I love everything I do right now, and, and it's it's an amazing an amazing thing, you know. So like, yeah, I but. You can give that energy and it can take it out of you or you can be in a place where you want to be and it can energize you. Right. You know? And, uh, it's, it's so rewarding. I mean, and I didn't understand, you know, we have a idea of uh, creatives and they're, they're, off, they're off on these holidays, like, you know, the French Riviera or whatever. And like, oh, they have this... People don't realize, I came to realize, they're just recharging their batteries, man. They're giving it all on set. <laughs> and uh, I'm not kidding. The, the energy exchanges, it's monumental. It's, 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 it's like nuclear fission. It's, that's, it's just that powerful. It's just amazing. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, like, I, I love doing this. Like, this is my... This is my outlet for funny because I can't, like I said, I can't do stand-up. I, I don't have any place to do it, you know? And I, I'm married. I got a daughter. I got a career. I just don't have the outlet to or the place to go to do this. So this is what I do to get my funny out. And I, I talk to people right. like you, and I get to meet these amazing yes. fucking people. Like, I never dreamed. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm talking to people from the movie Clerks. Fuck. Yes. What? Yeah. Iconic film. Yes. I'm in a basement in fucking LaSalle. How the God's yeah. green earth am I talking to people from fucking clerks? You know, like, well, yeah, you're, you're well, up and coming. You've got, you've got uh, amazing things going on. Uh, you, Joe Finfera, Dale Neilhouse, Patrick LaScarborough. Uh, these people, I just like, I, I like, I'm, I'm amazed that I get, I get to do this in a basement in a little town and meet all these people. You know, it, it, and it's it's not like the same as being on stage and hearing that roar of the crowd, you know, or or the, the lack of roar of a crowd. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's so fun. And it and if your energy isn't it, then God damn it, don't do it. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I just so you know, I don't know if Dale told you. I don't know how, how long it's been since you and Dale had the opportunity to speak, but. Uh, <laughs> We got involved in this little project called Lineage. It's, uh, 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 it started out as a um, um, homage to Supernatural, the series. Oh, okay. So people love that series. And these creatives got together and, and uh, they created their own storyline, their own characters, and their own mythos. And they are really uh, facing a lot of challenges, but they're overcoming each and every one. Uh, Jennifer Ree, Garrett O'Brien, uh, Phoebe Devereaux, um, uh, Mary Bruce. I, I can't remember everybody involved, uh, but uh, there's so many talented people, passionate people uh, involved. And um, Dale's involved. We got to we got to hang out again. It was it was pretty fun seeing him on set again. 
And as a matter of fact, he texted me today, wished me happy birthday. He's like, totally missed it. Like, oh, that's right. It's your birthday. God damn it. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yes, sir. Well, oh, happy belated birthday. <laughs> hey, thank you. Much appreciated. I feel, I feel uh, blessed to have made it this far. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Jack O'Halloran. That's his name, Jack O'Halloran. He Jack was the... Yes. He was the big guy on Superman that's doing, he's building a thing outside of Las Vegas that was bothering the fuck out of me. So anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it came to you. You got it. You fished that one out. Good job. Thank you. So anyway, go ahead. And you and Dale Nalos were working on, uh, uh, like, a, a, what was the name of it again? It's called Lineage. And um, they're... Uh, going to release the trailer pretty soon. We're going to have a trailer viewing party. And it's a concept trailer. And uh, they're currently looking for investors to uh, help take it to the next level. So we're going to see how that develops for them. Well, I hope it does. Dale, Dale's a great guy. Yeah. And I, I don't know well, if you've yeah, worked yes. with uh, Joe Finfera. He's he's fantastic as well. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. God, just great, great, great independent actors. And, and I, I, I consider myself blessed to like, um, be um, able to talk to um, people like you and, and uh, you guys, and, and uh, Patrick Lascarborough, he's fantastic. God, just uh, it just blows my mind that I'm able to speak to these actors and everything. They're they're up and coming and they're becoming. And I just want to, you know, don't forget me, motherfuckers. And so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I want to like there. There's so much talent here in Oklahoma. Uh, out of Exile, written directed and produced by Kyle Kawika Harris, his first feature film uh, with the budget he had to work with and what he put together is just absolutely astounding. It's a crime thriller. and uh, it's uh, The, the storyline is uh, pretty dark and uh, there's some uh, uh, long planned vengeance. There's some familial tension. There's uh, old rivalries, new rivalries and uh, personal challenges that uh, Adam Hampton, the main character, goes through that uh, it's just fascinating to watch it develop and watch watch his character um, um, deal with each situation that presents itself. And uh, watching Kyle's vision uh, from behind the camera come to life in front of the camera, uh, it was, uh, it's a treat. I cannot wait for you guys to see that. So... The most recent things I have coming out is Out of Exile, All Terrain, Ross Otterman film. It's coming out this year. Um, the Squad, the obviously, squad. Second Chances. The Squad uh, and the, the squad, squad 2 to be coming yeah, out. The squad, squad 2 and 3 are coming out. and uh, they're Oh, 2 and 3. Coming. Yeah, they're going to be. That was part of the article that uh, I shared the other day. I just they seen that you said it was a sequel. I didn't see the rest of it. Yeah, they've already got funding. I believe they've already got funding for the next two. And uh, there's talks about making a uh, spinoff for my character from Squad 1, 2, and 3. Really? So, yes. And he's a very intriguing and layered character. And, uh, uh, you're going to see so you're going to see so familiar faces in Squad 2 from Squad 1. And you're going to um, see the, um, I guess animosity and, and uh, threats of vengeance just get notched up quite a few notches. You're going to be like, holy, well, it's just nonstop. Hit you, uh, humor, action, 
thriller. Uh, it's just badassery in motion. And uh, I can't wait for you guys to see it. God, that's that's cool. amazing. Well, see, usually, like, I end my show, like, like it usually ends up, like, with a story. And then I go, uh, well, Will, you got the floor. Go ahead and tell us all about yourself again. But, God damn it, you already did it. So. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, so, there's a lot more. But, but that, was a, that was beautiful, though. I, like, I was, like, completely enthralled. I, I'm, like, I'm in. Like, I'm just... I got my yeah. arms on the table. I'm like listening in. Like God, that's awesome! Like I can't wait to watch every fucking thing that you've done. <laughs> so I took this. I took this job uh, uh, for Seven Cemeteries as, as, a, as a featured extra. And this in my scene in Seven Cemeteries. No, no. When you say like a featured extra, is it just like a short that you did along with it, or because I know when people are shooting movies, a lot of times the actors will get together and they'll do like. They'll they'll just get together and do some sort of short thing, or or something, or they'll collaborate and do just something. No, this is a feature film. It's called Seven Cemeteries. Danny Trejo, his son is the director, and um, I shared a scene. With Not Danny Trejo. No, Danny Trejo. Oh, Danny Trejo. Okay, that's way off. Come on, that and, uh, was a funny joke. Uh, Come on, Will. <laughs> Danny Trejo. Come on now, Saturday night. What is that? <laughs> he had that dance. He had that fucking disco, dance show. Remember that? Yes. Danny Terrio. Danny Terrio. Yeah, I remember that. Holy moly. Um, Kicking it old school, so brother. I, I That's an old school joke. If you were born in the 90s, you will not get that joke. So. Right. I, I took that job for the sole purpose of meeting Danny Trejo and, and getting him in touch with Rick Walker to see if we could work something out for a future project. So right. it was really fun meeting Danny. And uh, it, was, it was really fun. We shot um, everything in a, a jailed area, jail cells. In, uh, I can't remember what town we were in. Is it Guthrie? I don't know. We are at some county seat, their jailhouse, and they let us use their old side. And, uh, man, it was fun. I had a, I had a blast. So Seven Cemeteries, Squad, Second Chances, um, Out of Exile, um, Victor Caballero's short film, um, Seekers coming out soon, um, All Trains coming out this year. But all these things I've been shooting over the years are finally hitting post-production and hitting uh, their uh, final tweaks and get distribution this year. So it'll be a big year for the films that I've been finally being released. I don't know what next year entails, but this year thus you know, far is, uh, You know what? You know, really you, you know uh, when, when it's when it when you when it's when it's all coming down and you're finally reaping uh the rewards, just enjoy it. God damn it. Just enjoy it. Like again, you don't know what next year is coming. Nobody knows what next year is coming. Nobody does. But but the fruits of, of your of your effort are finally coming together. Everybody, we are talking to Will Wilson, actor, writer. Uh, he, he's out of Oklahoma. He's got a lot of things coming out. Uh, name your name your movies again. That's coming out. Um, we have Alter Terrain, Out of Exile, The Squad, Second Chances. Uh, we're going to be shooting The Squad Two and Squad Three. Um, I believe we're going to try and shoot them simultaneously. There's a lot of times it's continuity of storyline, and um, uh, then uh, Seeker's going to be probably going to get funding for Seeker this year, 
and I'm hoping talks go well for uh, the spinoff for my character from the squad. Uh, he's a very uh, intriguing man, so I, I I can't wait to share him with the world. Awesome! I'm 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 absolutely thrilled for you, and I can't wait to watch everything you do. And I want to stay in touch. I absolutely want to stay in touch. Yes, sir. Um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and end this one, and I'm going to I'm going to turn this off. I want you to hang out with me for just a little bit, um, so sure. we can shoot the shit after. And uh, oh, well, my uh, my sister in law just tells me she loves me, so I love you too. So. <laughs> Tim Kitts, Aaron Gutierrez, Alex Herrera, love you fuckers. Um, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and finish this one up just give me just a second and uh as always if you love a podcast any podcast not just my podcast any podcast mine is uh my worst holiday at patreon.com give us a dollar fuckers give us a dollar the device is in your hand it's this easy it's the cheapest entertainment you're ever gonna get and we get funded by nobody but us that's it i lose money every fucking week so if you could give us a little bit of money, we'd really, really appreciate it. Um, and with that being said, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been my worst holiday. Good night, everybody. <laughs>